So we begin with residents of Ayopia in the Bongo district in which in the Upper East region where President Ekofuado first cut sword for the one vi- with residents of Ayopia in the Bongo district in which in the Upper East region where President Ekofuado first cut sword for the one vi- really, if you're looking at it, we, we sort of poised and position in a very good place to tell a lot of amazing stories. I mean, if you're looking at stories like the Black Panther and how basically it's actually turned out, it's been amazing. But how is Africa itself benefiting from that story? Not much. And so we have sort of a lot of stories from cultural dynamics uh, to general lifestyles of, of Africans. And so that comes in in terms of having to unleash the potential of young, talented filmmakers. And contractors back to the site to do a better job. Ed Dams builds a dry season farming are incapable of retaining enough water and dry up by January. We will provide you with water that can be better than what you are using your bare hands to construct. And that is how come the promise of one village wonder. <laughs> policy appealed to the people in the northern regions. The government came here and told us that they will be giving us dam. And our people assured them that if they give them dam, they also, uh, they also let them laugh. And really, you can ask our assemblyman and even ask the MPP people what uh, this community did for them. They voted massively for them. It was a political promise that won the hearts and minds of the people. The dams should make it possible for farmers to farm all year round and break the cycle of waiting for the rains before cultivation. It was the reason why the people of Bongo sang and danced till they became drenched in sweat. When the president cut salt for the implementation of the project. The One Village, One Dam initiative, and you here in Bongo can see for yourself that we have begun the initiative. It is our intention that Bongo alone will get 10 dams this year. 570 are being built. You heard the minister across the three northern regions. And Bongo constituency alone is going to get 10 out of that 570. This campaign promise has been fulfilled. Well, but not quite. Dam always take us two months to dry up. Only two months. October, November. The water dry up. In November, like this, you see our pepper farm, you will like it. But where? No water again. My name is Jojo Kobinan. It has been five years since the dams were constructed. My job here is simple. Find out how the dams are serving the people as it should and what concerns the people have. I hope governments will use the findings in this documentary to improve the current state of the dams.
Pethi Dam's uh, today on the Super Morning Show at 8 a.m. and also at 8.30 p.m. on the Joe Channel. Let's move on to other stories. Authorities in the Volta region have proposed a reconstruction of culverts along some storm drains in Ho to prevent perennial flooding. They believe expanding the culverts will enable accommodating large volumes of water and prevent it from overflowing on the streets and shops. There's more in the following report by Fred Kwame Asari. Saturday 8th, July 2023, would go down in the history books of the Volta Regional Capital, who the Ghana Meteorological Service said it recorded 89.2 millimeters of rain on that fateful day, the highest rainfall in about two decades. The rainfall caused a flash flood that swept through Ho, destroying shops and homes along drains and on waterways. We received a distress call that there is a flooding at Ho Bankwe. So, on arrival, we saw that it was a disaster. The clothing store, our next store. The National Disaster Management Organization indicated that some 1,051 residents were affected fearing the greatest effects. The flood broke through the back of a textile shop in Hobankwe and washed away goods with billions of Ghana cities. <laughs> Some residents blame the perennial flooding on the size of storm drains and construction works along the Kabakaba mountain. Joining checks revealed that some residents have erected buildings and fence walls on waterways, hence obstructing the natural flow of water. When you see the volume of water flowing from the mountain top down there, down to this place where we are now, it's very great. And obstacles here and there, people blocking the path of the water flow because of their, 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 their uh, constructions. First of all, there is the need to desilt the existing uh, drainage uh, drains that we have. So when that is done, then we can expect that uh, more money will be found later on to do expansion and reconstruction of the, the drain. The Volta Regional Minister, Dr. Achibod Necha, acknowledged that lands along the mountain are becoming a preferred choice for residents and hospitality industry players. He called for a halt of construction works along the mountain as an immediate measure to curb to further development on, the, on this ridge because it's also uh, increasing the volume of water that comes uh, uh, in, 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 into the city and we have to regulate it. So can, can at least so, soak into the ground, but if we have um, we have these concrete uh, floors all over the place, we have buildings everywhere. What, uh, you know, water finds its own way, so it will be move from the higher levels to the lower levels. So if we have to, uh, the assembly will have to come of, of, of the ridge, it's very important. Uh, the assembly can start demolishing structures that are off bridge, it's very important. The assembly can start demolishing structures that are obvious. The Volta Regional Engineer of the Ghana Hydrological Authority, Kennedy Klujesen, strongly believes it would end the perennial flooding in Ho. There was a MOU between the government of Ghana and, and some com- com- companies to uh, capital uh, a city. Uh, but uh, 
they could have flower road. That's the Donokoji area, Leprosterium. As you as you can see, we when we so we need to remove that one. Almost most of the old existing uh, cover, we need to remove all of them, replace them with a uh, uh, big. The residents are hoping the authorities would act on what they preach to save her from the annual flooding. Fred Kwame Asari. Governing Secretary of the NPP, Justin Kodia, says the party condemns the contorted bigwigs of the NPP plotting the removal of the IGP Dr. Kofu Dampape because the claims are unsubstantiated. Unfortunate that new patriotic party. To start with, IGP was appointed by His Excellency Nanada, the power to do so. And I'm not sure when the National Secretary or the National Chairman, it is his prerogative. So he has the power to disseminate it or every certain appointment could also be given to him. So is, is there, isn't that here or not there? So what's the official stance as a party on this thing? Well, unfortunately, we think that as a party, we condemn it. To start with, it's something that we condemn in as a party. But at the end of the day, you also ask yourself, a state thing, was it a setup? Who went there to record it and what was the intention of the person who went to also record it and also leaked it out? You should also ask that question. So is there a possibility that the party will also conduct its independent investigation to know which party member was involved in that alleged thing? Well, I don't know which party person you are talking about. And at the end of the day, it does not lie in the purview of the party. How can the party come here and conduct and, 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 and an investigation into it. In what capacity? Tell me, in what capacity? Because um, the claim is that MPP people were involved in that plot. Well, for, so far as we are as a party, we are not involved. We don't know who went there to record it. And I believe the National Security, the police service, have all the requisite personnel and resources to do their investigation. Do you support the parliamentary inquiry into this thing? Well, it's... It, it, it lies in the purview of Parliament. They have the power to do so. So if, if in their own wisdom they feel they need to investigate, so be it. Meanwhile, the national chairman of the NPP, Stephen and team, says a party does not support the activities of gays. Speaking at the Thanksgiving service to commemorate a year in office by the current executives of the party, Stephen and team took a categorical stance on the matter. The new patriotic party, as national chairman, wishes to articulate explicitly, in no uncertain terms, without any bells and whistles, that we have a position on the topic that is making the rounds, not just in Ghana, but across the globe. What is the position of the new patriotic party when it comes to LGBTQ? I'm sure most of the people here, if not all, will say that Ghana frowns upon the LGBTQ. Correct me if I'm wrong. Why would I, Stephen and Tim, why would 
our general secretary Justin Frimpong Kudia. Why would this able national organizer all the men here and also the women here I want to state emphatically without any fear of equivocation that the new patriotic party that I chair will never support LGBTQ. Let's stick with the NPP because Vice President and pres Presidential Aspirant of the NPP, Dr. Mahamadou Balmier, has cautioned party delegates not to vote for anybody claiming to be richer than others in the upcoming presidential primary. Speaking to delegates as he toured the Ashanti region, Dr. Balmier said he has experience over all his contenders in the presidential race and should be given the nod to lead the party. He says the race is about policies and not Richman's contest. As we go for the presidential primaries, we need someone who can reclaim power for us, not just anybody. We need a selfless leader to lead the party and not a rich man. Our track record, our experience, our ideas, innovative ideas, our humility, our temperament, our maturity, our tolerance for everybody. Sad qualities, you know, now here in the president. And yes, always seek out. Tartanus achievement, Dr. Balmia said he is the only one here in the president. And yes, always seek out. Tartanus achievement, Dr. Balmia said he is the only one here in the president. And just, just this, this morning, morning I, I made this resolution on one of our attacks. Political experience, you know, campaign, campaign. Amongst all the ten presidential aspirants, I have the political. of the babies who come in will end up dying. This is among the underreported issues. Normally, if you talk, that it change people, let them see it. This is impactful journey and crashes stereotypes. But I have no more strength in me again. The person must be made to know that what you have done, yes, it would have deserved murder. It's context and meaning to the different perspectives. Children are born when they will go to hell. This is funny. This is impactful journalism provides context and meaning to the different perspectives.
This is Joy News Hotline Documentaries. Compelling stories changing the status quo. Inmates of Ghana's prison face far-reaching difficulties, including inadequate feeding quarters and lack of sanitary resources. Inmates are also vulnerable and exposed to harsh health implications as a result of their troubling living conditions. On the difficulties, the chaplain of Kumasi Central Prisons, Reverend Stella Kacho, appealed to corporate bodies and individuals to be there, and he has his father's report. Ghanaian prisons have been monumental facilities are being raised about the conditions within prisons, including the Kumasi Central Prison, which accommodates 3,000 convicts, remand prisoners and inmates on trial. Inadequate feeding allowance and non-availability of proper sanitation resources, especially in the female wards, characterize the prison. The chaplain of Kumasi Central Prisons, Reverend Stella Kachu, is calling on entities to extend their benevolence to prisoners. We also want to appeal to the general public that whoever wants to come and help us is welcome because our feeding fee is once in the 80 organizations to visit us, to give to us and all the items that human beings need, we also need it from sanitary parts for other things that you want to come and help us to. We have a school here, we have a health facility here so you can come and donate books to us, look at our health facility. She was speaking in appreciation of a donation made by the Ashanti Presbytery Women in Fellowship of EP Church Ghana, parts, food items and packages of toiletries. Treasurer of the Ashanti Presbytery of the condition in the prisons motivated the fellowship to embark on the gesture. That sanitary parts are lacking. Very expensive nowadays to get sanitary parts for them. So here, here come our women at the prison yard. Circumstances brought them here. So to get the sanitary pass is a problem. That is why we are here with the sanitary pass. To help them at least to alleviate the problems that they are going through. The donation forms part of the annual celebration of the Ashanti Presbytery Women in Fellowship. Report in Fedrini's printing. Former board member of credit rating agency Moody's, Daryl Duffy, has cast doubts about the African Union establishing a rating agency. In March 2019, the AU Ministers of Finance and Economy officially adopted a declaration that uh, such an institution was a declaration that uh, such an institution was needed. In recent times, President Ekofuado has also attacked the rating agency that uh, such an institution was needed. In recent times, President Ekofuado has also attacked the rating agents. Two, two million to two, two, two point five, three, five. And mm -hmm. that is that is possible, Darryl, Darryl. $5 billion each year due to credit rating buyers. However, reacting to the claims, the rest of finance, Daryl Duffy, who serves as a senior fellow at the Hoover Institute, said... With, um, the qualitative 
aspects that um, affect um, the ratings of African countries, especially when it comes to the political risk angle. Um, in the quantitative aspect, so let me put it, in doing the risk assessment, there is a first part, which is the quantitative aspect. The quantitative aspect looks at five main elements. Um, the first one is the character, that is the country's ability to repay and the loan, the, what, are, what kind of collateral is the country or the entity given, what is the condition attached to the loan, um, also what is the, um, after I mentioned the collateral and the condition, and then the capital. And these are easily... With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Inmates of Ghana's prison face far-reaching difficulties, including inadequate feeding quarters and lack of sanitary resources. Inmates are also vulnerable and exposed to harsh health implications as a result of their troubling living conditions. On the difficulties, the chaplain of Kumasi Central Prisons, Reverend Stella Kacho, appealed to corporate bodies and individuals to be there, and he has his father's report. Ghanaian prisons have been monumental facilities are being raised about the conditions within prisons, including the Kumasi Central Prison, which accommodates 3,000 convicts, remand prisoners, and inmates on trial. Inadequate feeding allowance and non-availability of proper sanitation resources, especially in the female wards, characterize the prison. The chaplain of Kumasi Central Prisons, Reverend Stella Kachu, is calling on entities to extend their benevolence to prisoners. We also want to appeal to the general public that whoever wants to come and help us is welcome because our feeding fee is once in the 80 personalizations to visit us, to give to us and all the items that human beings need, we also need it from sanitary parts for other things that you want to come and help us to. We have a school here, we have a health facility here so you can come and donate books to us, look at our health facility. She was speaking in appreciation of a donation made by the Ashanti Presbytery Women in Fellowship of EP Church Ghana, parts, food items and packages of toiletries. Treasurer of the Ashanti Presbytery of the condition in the prisons motivated the fellowship to embark on the gesture. That sanitary pass are lacking. Very expensive nowadays to get sanitary pass for them. So here how come our women at the prison yard. Circumstances brought them here. So to get the sanitary pass is a problem. That is why we are here with the sanitary pass. To help them 
at least to alleviate the problems that they are going through. Today Nation forms part of the annual celebration of the Ashanti Presbytery Women in Fellowship. Report in Fedrini's Clinton. A former board member of credit rating agency Moody's, Daryl Duffy, has cast doubts about the African Union establishing a rating agency. In March 2019, the AU Ministers of Finance and Economy officially adopted a declaration that uh, such an institution was a declaration that uh, such an institution was needed. In recent times, President Ekoforado has also attacked the rating agency that uh, such an institution was needed. In recent times, President Ekoforado has also attacked the rating agency. Do, do me billion, billion, two, 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 five, five, five. And mm-hmm. that is, that is possible, Darryl, Darryl. It is dollars each year due to credit rating buyers. However, reacting to the claims, the rest of finance Daryl Duffy, who serves as a senior fellow at the Hoover Institute, said um, the qualitative aspect that um, affects um, the ratings of African countries, especially when it comes to the political risk angle. Um, in the quantitative aspect, so let me put it, in doing the risk assessment, there is a first part, which is the quantitative aspect. The quantitative aspect looks at five main elements. Um, the first one is the character, that is the country's ability to repay and the loan, the, what, are, what kind of collateral is the country or the entity given, what is the condition attached to the loan, um, also, what is the coal, um, after I mentioned the collateral and the condition, and then the capital. And these are easily obtained um, based on um, financial information um, that are given by countries or any institutions under review. The, the major concern has been the qualitative side, which is the subjective part. And normally, the subjective part are the ones that are termed as futuristic or outlooks. Um, so, um, Normally, the qualitative side are based on the researchers or the, the assessors that will, will make a country or, or an institution default. End of all the concerns. Um, the political risk percentage that are tied to the interest charge is very African Union and other presidents are making the case that. So, if you ask my opinion whether it is good for you, are ready. I will support that kind of of agenda to have an African um, um, ratings credit organization. Um, What may may happen is that we may have to align our rating scores with the international rating scores or international rating agencies what exists. Uh, in the in the basket or the percentages attached to each of the of the rating factors. The major challenge I also foresee which will come with African Union establishing it is whether we'll be, be able to establish for the credit agencies on country analysis basis. Because if it is owned by um, African Union, certainly not to be partial. Um, so that is where this issue will come in. So these are my, my assertions um, for, for based on your question. Is this something that is feasible, considering that in Africa we've had challenges of investing in research? I mean, um, it's the human capital. 
um, most of the of the human capital, um, most of the ratings agencies in the world already have. Uh, if you go, if if you experience well qualified Africans already, um, to Africa, and then they will bring in the, the Af African um, perspective in the ratings. So it's something that we can do. We already have the human capital in Africa. Uh, some of the banks in Africa already have their in-house research professionals. Um, doing all about the um, existing uh, credit agencies in the world, just that they have built the credibility, they have been operating for a very long time. This like like we are we are we are thinking of doing something like that in Africa. Should we start our own with time? We may build that kind of uh, credibility and recognition by the world, and countries may be, um, they will still have to be liaising with the existing credit agencies. What I foresee is that maybe the income generating generating activities for these existing credit agencies may go down uh, because uh, every country you you mostly if you want to go to the international markets and you, you request for credit agencies to do an appraisal of your risk factors. You pay fees. So if we are going to establish our own African-owned credit agency, it means that uh, the, the international or the foreign ones are going to um, uh, have uh, their revenues reduced. That is where probably we may see that kind of challenges. But they, they will find a way to align it, and the competition will also help to bring the best. And if it, uh, even within, within the existing credit agencies, the, the rates are always not the same. There was some time Ghana was giving um, B by Fitch, B, B, B plus, and where others give us B, B minus. So these are some of the things that we really need to um, work on and return and match the existing ones. We need an agency that really are African Union leaders are coming from that the existing credit agencies, they don't really understand uh, the peculiarities of African context and it costs us in terms of the interest cost. So, if we be able to do that, it will help to reduce the interest cost in the future. Prof, I'm grateful for your time. Prof Williams Price, uh, Professor of Finance at the Andrews University in Michigan. Let's take a break on a Joy News desk. But before we take that break, some 60 female students of the Nangpandori Senior High School in the Northeast region have been sleeping in a classroom since last month after their dormitory block was destroyed by fire. Authorities of the school revealed that several appeals for support made to the Disaster Management Organization and District Assembly are yet to receive any response. The affected students say the situation is affecting their health and learning activities. They were speaking after receiving a donation of relief item correspondent. On the 9th of June 8, 2023, at about 7 to 8 p.m., a six-unit girls' dormitory block of the Nakuru was engulfed and destroyed by fire. The fire ravaged two out of the six-room facility before it was brought under control with the help of the townspeople. Students were not in the time of the fire, but 60 of them eventually were affected as the fire consumed all the amounts others. No injury was recorded, but some of the students fainted upon seeing the destruction done to their properties. Faced with no option after the incident, 
school authorities were forced to move the affected students to be temporarily accommodated in this classroom, whilst an appeal for assistance was made to both the Regional Office of the Disaster Management Organization and the Bunkurugu Nakpanduri District Chief Executive, among other stakeholders. However, according to the school headmaster, the authorities are yet to come to the rescue of the students. For almost a month today, my students are lying on the floor, no mattresses, no mokitones, no blankets, and we have nobody to turn to again. Several calls have been made, but I will say many people have come, but there's a positive response. You are number one, and we welcome that, and we thank you so much. After receiving a donation of mattresses, sanitary pass and other relief items from the men of the school to the MP and encourage others to also come and help. Maybe what you have done today, your visit and what we are seeing today, I can assure you that my students will see of severe mosquito bite, adding that the situation was affecting their health as well as their preparedness for the final examination. In his address, expressed satisfaction for having come to the aid of the students. He strongly called on the disaster management assistance to the school. I'm calling upon NGOs and government institutions, particularly NADMO. I have written to NADMO and went to the NADMO headquarters to make follow-ups. They have not yet even acknowledged I'm appealing to NADMO to come and assist the Nampanduri Senior High School with relief items to make you comfortable enough to study. Other NGOs that some sons of the land have also visited the pledges and the promises that they have made so that you will be able to write your exams comfortably and I believe you will pass. The MP also announced his plan to take some of the students on a tour of the parliament whilst pledging to continue to help address the challenges of the school. Elias Sutanko from Nakpanduri for Joy News. Also live on Joy News. That's where we're coming to you from. from Nakpanduri for Joy News. Also live on Joy News. That's where we're coming to you from. <laughs> Imagine democracy without.
such journalists. Imagine a world without the media. Life is full of issues and stories about people, communities, and governments. Stories that have to be... Life is full of issues and stories about people, communities, and governments. Stories that have to be... Hi, Joy, Joy Business Fan. My name, my name is Victor. It's Victor. If for for goodbye. Bye. A fifth of the babies who come in will end up dying. This is impactful journalism. Children, then they will go to hell. This is funny. This is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives. This is Joy News Hotline Documentaries, compelling stories changing the status quo. Hello, now, and founder of AB and David, David Ufosudate, is urging business owners to strictly adhere to business ethics in the course of the operations. According to unforeseen challenges, he was speaking at the Full Gospel Businessmen Fellowship. Results of things relating to their lack of integrity, ethics, and things like that. So, yes, it is everything. And even though there are challenges to it in, 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 in sticking to, I mean, doing a business with integrity and ethics, and in the long run, that is what makes a business sustainable. I wouldn't say likely to fail, but it runs the red hearing to. Uh, ethical issues. So, for example, if you have shortcuts, if you don't keep to standards, to shine your business. So, it is in your long-term interest not to have shortcuts. Now, Promosito Ghana has announced the introduction of all its new cowbell premium and cowbell vitamins, involving consumer needs in the dairy category and offer nutritive value to the public. He spoke to Joy Business at the outdoor of the new products in Accra. The two instant 